Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. Just us today. Just us. Yes, that's right. It's called Justice. What? Come on. Why? You left me wide open. Wide open. Why? The Just Us League. No. Why is justice always served cold? I have no idea. If it was served warm, it'd be just water. God damn it, PJ. <laughs> that took him down. Today, we played twice. Twice because we had to go back in time. Mainly because the first time we ran out of time. Because we sucked horribly at it. And that's why we ran out of time. Yeah. We played Back to the Future. Oh, it's an awesome game, guys. Dice through time. Dice through time. It's so it it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um so this was So it's designed by Chris Leader, Ken Franklin, and Kevin Rogers, produced by Ravensburger Games. Uh so this was this is a recent game. This was just released in twenty twenty. Yep. So right now it's only a three year old game. Yep. Uh but the thing I think is funny is so you're st- <laughs> You're keeping up with the theme of Back to the Future, and the future is still 2015, which is almost 10 years ago now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's... <sighs> this game was awesome. Yeah, it was uh, a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, well, come on, let's face it. We got screwed our first game. Um, yeah. And it was a it was a little bit of not getting the rules right away, but a lot of it was we just got screwed by chance. Yeah, and um, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely coming uh, up. I'm sure. So I mean, so how the game plays is uh, you are trying to so Biff has <laughs> stolen the DeLorean and scattered items throughout time. So well, yeah, like it it it's it's. Mainly based on the second film, yeah. Back to the Future Part 2, where um, future Biff in 2015 steals the DeLorean, but instead of just stealing the sports almanac and giving it to his younger self in 1955, yeah, he steals a bunch of other stuff, uh-huh. but he also visits the other timelines and misplaces everything. Yeah, so... Uh, Marty's skateboard ends up in, I think, 1800s or something like that. Um, they're all over the place. Yeah, everywhere. Lorraine's dress ends up in 2015. You got to get <laughs> it back to 55. Uh, you have to get um, his makeshift, Marty's makeshift skateboard that he makes in 1955 is like in 1985. Mm. And meanwhile key events are happening at these locations you have to go to. Right. And the one that we like, always you know, ran the high into. school dance or... Yeah, the Enchantment or, of the Sea dance. Or friggin' Mr. Peabody. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marty keeps landing uh, as the spaceman <laughs> at Peabody Farm. Yep. There's <laughs> so first game, many. Our first game, we had three of those pop up. Yeah. And every time um, an event doubles, so you get a time paradox. And every time that happens, you can't just go in and say, I can take care of this event right now. You have to take care of all of the events on that space immediately. And that can be a real wrench, you know, in, in, yeah, shut up. Uh, 
you know, in your plans. One of the die faces. That's one of the die faces. Yes. Um, Because if you sit there and go, I can try and get this the next turn if I get lucky enough. And then you might have something. You might be sitting there for three turns. (laughs) Yeah. You might be sitting there for three turns because you're not getting the rolls that you need or that event happens again. Uh huh. Which adds a. Which adds another thing to it. You'd have to take over. And one of those things that might add is Biff is there. Mm-hmm. That era of Biff, and then when that era of Biff shows up, you have to get rid of Biff before he, yeah. you can do anything, and that requires a fist. You have to punch him. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Like the, the mechanics of this game are just so cool, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, the artwork on this, um, it's great. It's an interesting style. Like you know, it's it's, great. it's all silhouettes. Like you don't see the faces and of them or no, anything. Like um, you just see the. And I wonder if that's like you know because they didn't have to pay for likenesses. You know, so like you just see their clothes and like the outlines of their. Bodies. I mean, probably, but again, it's, I mean, but when you design all of your artwork that way, it looks good. It looks you really know? cool. Like, and of course, like the box. So I have to. I have to say how cool this box is. The box is cool. The box is, it says Back to the Future, Dice Through Time. It's got the back, you know, the Back to the Future font that mm-hmm. we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got the DeLorean in all three configurations from the movies. Yeah. Uh, you've got the classic 85 DeLorean. At the very top, you have it with the hover wheels. And in the middle of it, of course, you've got... Uh, the 1885 with everything hooked up so it can be pushed along the train. (laughs) It's just, it's so cool. Um, of course, being a movie property and me loving this, this property growing up with it, you know, as a kid and getting to experience, uh, at least number three in the theaters that came out in 1990. I didn't see any of them. You didn't see any of them in the theaters? No. Well, I grew up with these, so by the time the third one already came out, it w- I was ready to go see it in the yeah, theaters. Yeah, um, Just, like, it's cool. I was telling PJ, why do I have Huey Lewis and the News stuck in my head? It's the only thing I could think when we were playing was back in time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, if you guys get a chance to find this, at least take a look at it. What's really cool, so you're bored... Um, if you pull that out here for a second, the board actually comes with a letter written to you from Doc, from Doc, Doc Brown. And (laughs) it even refers to all the players as dear Marty and Dr. Brown. And it just tells you exactly what's going to happen. Um, he, he goes down, you know, through everything that. Biff stole every stole the DeLorean in 2015. He's making a mess of everything, um, and then it just gives you the whole rundown. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the time machine, help restore temporal balance, ensuring certain events occur, restoring items to their proper place. Watch out for the tannins, and most importantly, and this one gets a little tough. Do not interact with your other selves. So you're playing, you're, it's a two to four player game, and you're all playing as Doc and Marty. Yep. Uh, for anyone interested, Noble Knight Games has this for $10 in near mint condition. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you want it mint new, it's 35 Or you get very good for 9 
I mean, even for thirty-five, this is to me would be a thirty-five dollar game. Yeah, I only paid like twenty, no, ten. For, uh, I found it at a liquidation store, so <laughs> you, I you I was got, able to grab it pretty darn cheap. You got you got pretty darn Amazon. Amazon has it for forty-two fifty. That's not a bad price. So let's go over uh, our components, I guess. Let's do it. So the components are nothing to write home about, really. Um, it's yeah. A lot of your pieces are your standard cardboard pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually took me a second to like, wait, that's cardboard? I got to feel that. Okay, yeah, that's cardboard. <laughs> um, for your tokens. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. Your cards are mini cards, um, but they, they're great quality. They're almost, they have like a sticky quality to that. Like the finish they put on the cards, are, I, you know, they're very hard to shuffle. I Okay, yes, they are hard to shuffle. I didn't feel them as sticky. Well, I it's, it uh, sticky isn't a good word for it, but they're hard to shuffle because they have this like so much traction on them. They're textured. Yeah. Yeah. That like to shuffle them or to just like. Just draw a couple off the top. Okay, yeah, that is I did have trouble difficult because <laughs> they stick to each other, you know. Uh, so with your cards here, you have three types of cards. Three types. Yeah. Yep. Three mm-hmm. types. You have your event cards. Your item cards. Your item cards. Yeah, um, just two. Yeah, that's two, just types. It, two types. Two types of cards. Don't know where the hell I came up with three. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, it's because I was thinking of like some of the events that help you or, or hinder you, but. You got your item cards. Those are the uh, you know those are the things that biff through into other places that you pick up, and then you have to take it back. Yeah, to they're its the things location. you have to deliver. Yeah, that's the whole point of the game. Yep, is you to have get your, those done. You have your event cards, which are the things that create the temporal paradoxes where you have to go and yeah. And the more them. of those that are out on the board, the faster your time meter fills up. And if that fills up all the way, you're you're out. done. You're done. You ran and, out of time. And for anybody who remembers the series, loves the series, you know the uh, the license plate says "out of time." Yep. And that is your time marker. It is a miniature license plate that says "out of time," and it keeps going up that time marker from zero to twelve. It's so great. And when you hit twelve, game over, son. Yep. As we found out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you also have your cardboard tokens. Uh, you know, you get uh, you get your time. Time pieces or your temporal paradox pieces, which are shaped like the clock mm-hmm. that's in the clock tower, and it has stopped at 10.04. <laughs> it was a nice touch. That was a really great touch. They do a good job with that. They also made the Jaws game. Oh, oh, um, okay. I um, love that game. Disney Villainous is... Uh, I don't know if you've played that one. or, nope, or you've. I've, I'm sure you've seen it. I've Target heard of it. And stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen it at Target, um, but I've never played it. Uh, they made that one. That's like a lot of IP based games. They've they've made. They're okay. All very good. Oh yeah, they've done. I mean, two of the three I've, I've horrified I now played. Horrified. Oh, okay. Made and I played that one too. That one's I, I actually played that with uh, with Jen and Kyle. So components. Uh, the cars are oh, hollow right. plastic molds. They're, so yep, they're you, fine. And that's your that's your player. Uh, yeah, that's your player piece. You're moving around. You There's, are the Delorean. Yeah, four different colored Deloreans. They're all identical to each other. Just uh, different colors. Uh, you get player cards. The player cards are the cool ones. Um, oh, the mats, yeah. The mats. So each player mat. How's that cards? What the hell are you talking I'm about? I'm sorry. The mat. The player yeah, mats. I know, yeah. Each player mat is... Uh, a different a, era. A different era. So you have a mat from 1885 where you see Doc and Marty in their Western gear. Yep. You get the 1955 where... 
Doc looks disheveled and unkempt and everything. And Marty's in a suit. Uh-huh. You get your 85 where you get your typical Marty McFly with in the, the vest. vest. And Doc in his uh, in his lead-lined uranium suit. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. And then you've got the 2015 where Marty's got a puffier version <laughs> of his vest, his hat, his self-lacing Nike shoes, and Doc is... In a trench coat, rain slicker type thing. It's great. With, you know, the, I, lo- I love those mats. And, and like, the mats are so cool because, like you said, there there aren't there are no details. Yeah. It's outlines and colors, and everything you need to play the game is on that mat. Too, in terms of instructions, you right? Know? And it, that it, is cool. Yeah, it has it numbered out for you. Like first, do this, then do that, then do this, then mm-hmm. do that, and then underneath that. There are symbols and explanations for every symbol on the dice, which yes. is also great. And then it gives you that one key thing, Mr. Fusion. Mr. Fusion, which we didn't even think about until halfway through our first gameplay. Mm-hmm. Where which, you can take two dice of the same uh, face, face and combine them to make one, any, any, yeah, any one other one of what thing. you need. Um, Very Wingspan-esque there. Oh, yeah. Very. And then there are, of course, the stars of the show, the dice themselves, which are oh, the dice nice, are cool. like, oversized, almost oversized. Almost like, oversized. They're a little bigger than a regular six-sided, six-sided die. die. Yeah. Um, they have this nice, weighty, chunky feeling mm-hmm. to them. I, I really like the dice in this game. Oh, yeah. The it's dice a, are great. Yeah. Um, so the board, the board is done out really nice too. So I, I told you, you get a little letter from Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. That letter is actually on the back of the player board. <laughs> Dan picks it up and he's like trying to wipe the, the paper off the board. And he's like, oh, 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 oh that's stuck there. <laughs> um, and that's so cool though, because they're really not wasting any real estate on this board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with that, no wasted paper or anything that you could lose. It's part of the back. Yeah, and Horrified does that too. When you open it up, there's like, you know, this. it has like the silent film frame around mm-hmm. the edge of the board. I forgot about that, So that's yes. the first thing you see when you take the uh, the lid of the box off. So I, I like that they do that with their stuff. Yeah, and the board layout is great. So you yeah. have all the eras from 1885 up to 2015. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I, I thought was so cool was all of your spaces are the same. Yeah. Yeah, just different... They're just the, the times, different iterations yeah. throughout time. Like, the clock tower is still being built in 1885. Yep. 1955, the clock tower gets struck at 10.04. Yep. And then... <laughs> and then 1985, there's you, just the clock it's tower. just the clock tower. And then in 2015, it's the clock tower mall. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again... Uh, I know I probably sound like a total geek. I sound like you when you talk to uh, Jamie. Jamie Stegmaier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm geeking out because, again, I grew up with these movies. I love these movies. Mm-hmm. So last week when we recorded Grim Forest, uh, Dan happened to see it out, and he goes, we're doing that one next Nick, week. We're, we're doing that one <laughs> next week, right? We're, we're doing that. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you're darn right. I guess we're doing that one. Darn right we're doing that one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yep, that's it, that's it. That's what we're doing. You know, I don't care what you say, this is it. Uh, I didn't have any objections to that. 
Now, this was your first time playing it too, right? Yep. I okay. bought it last summer. Almost exactly a year ago, probably. It was about this time last year. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought this was a more recent pickup. No, no. Yeah, it was just about this time last year. Uh, and um, we took Owen, if you listen to the Scythe um, review, he was in that. Uh, we took Owen to the liquidation place, and he bought himself a couple things there, furniture and stuff, and I found this. Nice. So, yeah, it was a good nice. time. I love that place. Uh, but what works in this game? Okay, so what works is, um, unlike other games that we've played, this is, again, a cooperative game. So the whole co-op aspect works perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Because you're supposed to be the pair of Doc and Marty, Mm -hmm. every player. And it was a little tough just for two of us. Imagine four people. Holy crap. Yeah. Eight (laughs) event cards every time you... Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, For us, we only had three per turn. Right. And even... All right. Listeners, uh, we have five children upstairs and a dog, (laughs) as you can hear. So, usually record this at night. Just letting you know, there's probably some noise going on in the background. We apologize. Yeah. All right. Continue. Um, So, yeah. The cooperative uh, aspect of this game works fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with how your movement base is set up. The one aspect that I really, really like is you can go to a time period or or a space on the board, if you can get there, and you can leave one of your dice. Yeah. Or one one of your die or a pair of dice, however many dice that you need. You can lay them down at that space... And then get out of there either or, or stay there for maybe your next turn. You want to use those again or use that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, that was meant to be played I, that way. I don't way, think but, so. But or you if can, we just gamed the game. We may have gamed the game. But you can you can give somebody, you can basically leave a present in time for yeah. another player. Yeah, it's called dice rippling in the, uh, in the instruction in manual. Instructions, yeah. But we did a couple of times for ourselves, like, we have what we need to complete this objective. We just so need we're just going to leave these here <laughs> for whoever happens to get them next turn, which is going to be me again. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't play that right, we cheated. We apologize. No, we don't. No, because we wouldn't have won without it. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have. This game is tough. It is a tough game. Yeah. The first time, the first game, we lost after six rounds. Yeah, because those... Those um, paradoxes, those just, paradox tokens, really just keep us. Uh, multiplying, and yeah. we were done. Yeah. Um, so, f- how about you? For you, what worked best for me? The the one thing I thought was really innovative was when you turn in an item, you put an Einstein token. Oh yeah, on the board, and then that's just a community pool of random die faces. Like each token is one of the different die faces, and anyone can, if you need to use it, you just take, take it, it and discard it. Yep, and use it. And so instead of having, you know, two actions or whatever per turn, like now this is an, another one you can do. So I thought that was just such a great idea. Oh yeah, and we had, 
we had to, we had to talk about that too, uh, coming up with a plan for each mm-hmm. ra- for each turn or e- not turn each round. Like okay, yeah, because like I want to use this community token so I can do that, and Dan would be like, "Well, I need it." Well, hold I'm on, literally right, right here. There. I'm right there. I just need that one thing, and I can complete that goal. Yeah, and it's like okay, you take it. I will do this instead. You know, right. and, and so uh, there's a lot of table talk. Uh, and strategizing yes. when it comes to that. Uh, strategery. No, you're just making that up. <laughs> uh, which also segues into what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because of the way this game is and everything is open information, like Pandemic, it can lead to quarterbacking, where one person just dictates what everyone else around the table should do. Right. So if you play with someone like that, you may not want to play this game, or... Right. Because they will try to take over and just say, you go here, do this. I will go here and do that. That person will go over there and do such and such. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that uh, it's hard for a game not to a co-op game, not to have that. Like Gloomhaven does a good job because there's a lot of hidden information in it, you know? Right. Right. And, and, uh, and Spirit Island does it well because everything is very asymmetrical. Uh, We're going to have to play that game again. I love that game so bad <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry just to get off topic real quick that is probably the most stress inducing game i've ever played <laughs> it's so it is it's and like your head hurts after playing spirit <laughs> island let's let's wait until i get into my house we'll we'll, yeah. we'll play that <laughs> like forget lumosity and games where it's like improve your memory like no just play some spirit island Play around with that a day. You'll be fine. Or you'll have a heart attack from stress. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll feel what the indigenous people felt. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, the other thing that doesn't work for me, which we talked about what a minute into the podcast, is if you get bad rolls, tough shit. You're not gonna... Yeah. There's no way to really mitigate it. Uh, you know... The only thing that you can do is spend, if you have a lightning bolt, uh-huh. is uh, to spend that token to re-roll. Yeah. And there, that's it. Yeah, there were a couple times where, like, we would be on the spot where there were some event cards and we needed, I, I don't know, let's say we needed um, a fist, a Doc Brown, and a lightning bolt to, to do it. And I roll my dice and I get like three flux capacitors and a fist. And so I'm like, I literally can't do anything this round. You know, uh, I, I, I can't, even if I use the Mr. Fusion to turn two of the dice into one face. Now I don't have enough dice to complete the events. Cause you have to right. do them all at once. Yep. Not one card at a time. So you can't even whittle it down. You have to do it all at once. Yeah, and, and that, that gets that that yeah. gets stressful. So we literally would sit on one space for three, four turns in a row sometimes. Uh, yeah, unable to do anything. Especially our first game. Um, yeah, our first game, the first three rounds, it was well, I can move here, and then I can't do. Yeah, I can't do anything. Like if we would have had two games of that quality. I probably would have had this game out for a yard sale, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm glad that our second game was so much better. And, well, you and know, we got, and a lot of that, like you said, is 
better knowledge of the rules. Right, better knowledge of the rules, but we also got really lucky because the first two cards that we pulled out were cards that were in favor of what we were doing. They weren't event cards. They were cards that said, hey, by the way, this round, this happens. Yeah. And one of them, like, appeared right under you or very close to you, and you solved it, like, immediately. Yeah, immediately. So that also was in our benefit. So, again, there's so much luck in this game. The, yeah, there is. There which is. can turn a lot of people off. It almost turned me off. After, like, it, that first game soured my experience for sure, but I'm like, first game... You know, like, let's do it again. We'll do mm -hmm. it a second time. And the second game was so much better. And But if if it would have been the same as the first one, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be like, Dan, you can take this one home. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I know you're trying to get me to take uh, Aliens. Aliens. Uh -huh. uh, because, I'm sorry. That is the one game I think we can both agree on has uh, playthrough just soured us so much that if you guys have played it, and you liked it, and you know how to play it, let us know. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a couple of people on Facebook, and they're like, yeah, I liked it. And I'm like, can you tell me why? <laughs> <laughs> how, how did I play this wrong? How do I? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Secret Cabal Gaming podcast that I listen to, they, um, uh, they speak highly of it. And apparently there's, like, another expansion on the way. I'm like, oh, dear Lord. Like, oh they, there's enough. I thought they were going out of print with this game, but there's a new one coming. Okay. Well, all right. Maybe that just means we've got to... Uh, Some rules fixes? Yeah. <laughs> find somebody who can teach us what the crap's Some going quality on. quality minis? Um, you know, well, this that that is one of the few games we have that we do want to revisit within the year. Well, Ravensburger made The Fate of the Nostromo. Which I, okay, is supposed I've seen to that. be a superior aliens game. I have seen that. And well, an I alien would, game. I it's would not. like to play that. Um, here's the best part about that: you don't have to put together any stupid minis. Uh huh. They're already, you know, <laughs> they're already put together. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we said this in our aliens review, but there are war gamers who, you know, they assemble minis, quote unquote, for fun. I don't believe that's a thing. But they, oh no, there is because my nephew loved putting together his warhammer stuff. I don't believe him. Oh, oh <laughs> my god! Like that kid. I know, I know that they love putting them. I like painting them, but putting. Oh, them he loved putting them together. Yeah. He loved painting them even more. So, uh, anyways, even war gamers say that the aliens is a. Pain in the butt. Son of a gun, yeah, <laughs> to put together. They're like, this is, like, one of the worst. And the fact that they put it in a box, it, you know, like, with no warning that assembly is required, glue is required. Uh, Battery's not included. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, you know, they, they have this game, and it's a big IP that people who are not big in the hobby might buy, mm -hmm. and there's no... Just to have it. Yeah. And they're, this is the first thing they see when they open it up, like, mm-mm. <laughs> Anyways, back to Back to the Future. Oh, no. Uh, Anything doesn't work for you? Just... Uh, so we talked about the luck and quarterbacking. Really, it would just be quarterbacking. It also doesn't hurt that we think so much alike. <laughs> As we have stated in previous podcasts. Just last week. Just last week, uh, the week before. But yeah, it... I mean... Come on, we've known each other for how long now? That it, it was it was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, oh, God, 21 years. God, don't, don't, seriously, 21 already? 
Our relationship can legally drink in the United States. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I said that wrong. Wow. 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 Um, Wow. Wow. Uh, So that's that's really the only thing. Where'd the book go? Is it under here? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, I was going to say, where'd you put it? Move my book. I, you moved your book. No, you moved it. Oh, shut up. I thought you did. Because you took the board. Uh, oh. Favorite moments. <laughs> uh, probably being able to take back two things in the same turn. That was uh, pretty incredible. Two items. That was That was ridiculous. Um, and that's the other thing I like when you return an item, you actually take that timer back. <laughs> yeah. Every item you return moves the out of time tracker back one space. Thank God. So good. Cause some games don't do that. It just, Oh, your tracker doesn't move this turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that would work with this. You really need it to go back. Yeah. So this game, this game really is, um, basically, you know, 10 and up. The comprehension of the game. Yep. Um, I probably, probably even say less than that. My my son Eli, he could have played this when he was seven. Oh, probably. W- what about you? What about you for favorite moments? I, I would have to say just every time Mister Peabody <laughs> showed up, we're like, I hate, <laughs> I hate you, that guy. I hate you, Mister <laughs> Peabody. Go back or, to your um, home with your shotgun. Leave me alone. And just. The nostalgia, you know, getting cards of things from the movies, you know, you pulled yes. the model. Oh, uh, um, yes. The, 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 the model of the DeLorean from the 1800s. That, uh, yeah, from the 1885 for Back to the Future Part 3. Yeah. Uh, we're reminiscing on how that was one of our favorite yeah, scenes. Yeah, so I think that's probably my favorite <laughs> bit is maybe they'll get old with time, but probably not. Because it's no. just so cool to see, you know, all those things from the movies and everything. And oh, yeah. The little stylized artwork that they have. Definitely. I like it. Um, I, and, you know, overall, it is it is a fun game. What we were talking about earlier, this is definitely not your main centerpiece for a game night. Yeah, when we finished the game, we were talking about that, and we're like, yeah, you don't say, like, hey, everyone, come on over and play this game. We're going to play Back to the Future. <laughs> like, this this isn't one of those games. This is definitely the, I'm going to have a few people over, we're going to play board games, and this is the game that we're going to use to start everything off. Yeah. You know, yep. or in between some games, you know, like some people, you know, like after a big game, people might break to like have some pizza. And yeah, like I'm going like, to go get something to eat yeah. or I'm going to sit down for a drink. Yeah. Like, and, and the people who are like, I still kind of want to play something like you can break this one out. Yeah. Um, uh, and this this game is how long did that take us the second time after we knew what was what was going 45 on? 45 minutes, maybe. OK, so it's not a, like ridiculously long game. Yeah. It's a li- it's I call it a medium length game. Yeah. Does it? I wonder if it has an estimated time on the side here. No, just nah, it doesn't. Just player count. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing there. That's yeah, all right. But yeah, it's it's not. My, I think you could probably do it shorter though, like as you get more comfortable with it and everything. But oh, definitely. It was fun. so like a half hour, half hour to forty five minute game. Yeah, maybe even less than that. Um. Yeah, it's oh. a good game. If you can find it cheap or if you want to buy it, you know, 
used, you know, again, they have near mint copies of it for $10. This game is you, definitely... Yeah, definitely. if you like Back to the Future, this is definitely something you want to take a look uh, at. Like I said, you know, I, this is a $35 game. If you can find it for 10 even better. You found yourself, like, yeah. I a, would a cheap, not, good game. I would not pay Amazon's $42 no. for it. I don't no. think it's... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay that price that for this. Much. No. Especially when you can get it, you can get it cheaper. Yeah, obviously you can find a lot cheaper. I found it for six bucks on eBay. <laughs> I, I saw it when I was looking up the prices before we started recording. Like it's so. Yeah, I mean, not a bad deal. No, not, not at deal. all. If you're a Back to the Future fan, you definitely want this. Oh yeah, definitely. Any other final thoughts? Uh, we're definitely going to be playing this as a warm-up sometime. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see this at four players. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, hell, the Forest game was, was crazy with four players. Uh, the, Grim the Forest. Grim Forest, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That's another one we got to play. That was really fun. That was fun. Yeah. Uh-oh, something fell. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, things are falling up above us. We're no chicken littles here, but I believe the sky is falling. All right. So with that, just want to say thank you to David Gledhill for letting us use his song "Boy from the City." As always, uh, check out the uh, description for what he's up to now with his Spotify Spotify list. Is that a new one, Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Oh, yeah. look, there's one right there. That's right. <laughs> hey, I just Spotify. <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head at this. <laughs> uh, feel free to email us at gamesoboard at gmail.com. We are going to have a giveaway coming up pretty soon. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, as soon as... As soon as the Games Overboard family, uh, Wellhouse, Danger and Dice, and... Games Overboard, uh, when all three of those podcasts hit a total of 10,000 downloads, which is coming up pretty soon, uh, we're going to be giving away a Wellhouse-themed giveaway thing. Uh, Bag, basket, box. Yeah, it's just going to be like a box. But okay. there's going to be a board game in there, Arkham Horror, uh, LCG. Nice. And we're also going to be giving away some Wellhouse Exorcism merch uh, mixed in there as well. Some buttons and pins and uh, magnets and t-shirts and things like that. Oh, my. Yeah. Probably Games Overboard shirt maybe in there, too. Ooh. Yeah. So we have lots of lots of really cool stuff coming up in regards to that. Nice. Yep. Uh, so with that, feel free to email us, everyone. We want to hear from you. Don't make fun of me. No, definitely make fun of me. <laughs> that needs to happen. I'm very sad that no one is. Thank you, everybody. You must like me or you just don't care. I will take apathy as well. <laughs> we are in talks to have live shows and game nights at a new shop that has just opened in Bloomsburg. Did it just open already? Well, af as well, okay, when, it will when this airs, uh, it will have opened. And they are called Helix Tabletop Gaming Guild in Bloomsburg. So we definitely want to host some things in there. If you're in the area, come on by, guys. Absolutely that everyone thank you very much for listening let us know what your thoughts are and we'll see you next time adios